Hello everybody, welcome back to Witch Fix, and today we're looking at a very special book from my childhood. Um, so I used to get these stories on audiobook from the library, this is when audiobooks came on tapes in the 90s, because I'm old, um, but I kind of wanted to review them for the podcast because they do feature a witch, and it just made me laugh to go back and read the first one. Uh, for myself, I, for the first time, I think I don't think I've ever had these as actual like books instead of audiobooks. And that is book one in the Ms. Wiz series, Ms. Wiz Spells Trouble. Um, so, this first book came out in 1988 by Terence Blacker, uh, a British author. And I think there are currently 22 books in the series. I could be wrong. Different sources say 18 and 22, but. There's quite a lot, and these are incredibly short books for young readers. So they're only about 60 pages, um, averaging maybe 20 to 30 words per page. So they're not lengthy by any means. I read this one in about 10 minutes. But they are great options for young readers uh, who are interested in like stuff to do with witches. And I thought this might be nostalgic for a couple of other people who watch the podcast. So I decided to go and get the first one. So the blurb for the first book is this. Things are certainly livened up at St Barnabas School when Class 3's new teacher arrives. She has a magic rat, a rather rude owl and some very special powers. But when Podge's dad is turned into a warthog and the school inspector loses his trousers, Class 3 has to admit Ms Wiz spells trouble. So essentially Ms Wiz in the series is like a combination of Ms Frizzle and Nanny McPhee. So... She's a supply teacher or a, a temporary teacher at this school. She comes in, she's uh, very unusual looking. Uh, I mean, when this came out in the 1980s, she would have been even more unusual looking. Uh, but she, she comes in, she wears jeans and funky tops and she has black nail polish and black lipstick. I was obsessed. And she decides to start doing magic for class three and doing little spells and things that they keep secret. And then at the end of the book, she leaves, but she promises to return and come to each member of the class as and when they need her, sort of similar in that sort of Nanny McPhee way, which is what I guess the next couple of books in the series are about. I remember one where she comes back and changes one of the girls into a cat for some reason. I'm not sure what that accomplishes, but there you go. So we have these sort of short, funny adventure stories featuring Ms. Wiz the witch supply teacher and i was reminded of this series just seeing like the magic school bus getting it's like reimagining because i used to love to watch the magic school bus uh, we did get that occasionally on like terrestrial television in the uk uh, when i was growing up um and you know seeing that that was pretty cool but Ms. frizzle isn't really like a witch in my understanding she's just kind of weirdly magical but there's a lot more witchy elements about Ms. Wiz, which we're going to get into in a moment. See, because this is such a short book, and I thought, well, me talking about it is only going to take so much time and that won't really make a proper episode, I'm going to read chapter one to you guys now. Settle down, get comfy, fetch yourself some hot chocolate, and we shall begin. Chapter one, a new arrival. Most teachers are strange, and the teachers at St. Barnabas School were no exception. Yet it's almost certain that none of them, not Mr. Gilbert, the head teacher, who liked to pick his nose during assembly, not Mrs. Hicks, who talked to her teddies in class, and not Miss Gomez, who smoked cigarettes in the lavatory, none of them was quite as odd as Class 3's new teacher. Some of the children in Class 3 thought she was a witch. Others said she was a hippie. 
A few of them thought she was just a bit mad, but they all agreed that there had never been anyone quite like her at St Barnabas before. This is her story. I wonder what you think she was. As soon as their new teacher walked into the classroom on the first day of term, the children of class three sensed that there was something different about her. She was quite tall, with long black hair and bright green eyes. She wore tight jeans and a purple blouse. Her fingers were decorated with several large rings and black nail varnish. She looked as if she was on her way to a disco, not teaching at a school. Most surprising of all, she wasn't frightened. Class three was known in the school as the problem class. It had a reputation for being difficult and noisy, for having what was called a disruptive element. Miss Jones, their last teacher, had left the school in tears. But none of that seemed to worry the strange-looking new teacher. My name is Miss Wisdom, she said in a quiet but firm voice. So what do you say to me every morning when I walk in? Good morning, Miss Wisdom, said class three unenthusiastically. Wrong, said the teacher with a flash of her green eyes. You say, hi, Miss Wiz. Jack, who was one of class three's disruptive element, giggled at the back of the class. Yo, he said in a silly American accent. Why, hi, Miss Wiz. Caroline, the class dreamer, was paying attention for a change. Why is it Ms? Uh, Ms? she asked. Well, said Miss Wiz, I'm not a Mrs because I'm not married, thank goodness. And I'm not Miss because I think Miss sounds silly for a grown woman, don't you? Not as silly as Ms, muttered Katrina, who liked to find fault wherever possible. And why whiz? asked a rather large boy sitting in the front row. It was Podge, who was probably the most annoying and certainly the greediest boy in the class. Whiz, said Miss Whiz with a mysterious smile. Just you wait and see. Miss Whiz reached inside a big leather bag that she had placed beside her desk. She pulled out a china cat. That, she said, placing the cat carefully on her desk, is my friend Hecate the cat. She's watching you all the time. She sees everything and hears everything. She's my spy. Ms. Wiz turned to the blackboard. Weird, muttered Jack. An odd hissing sound came from the china cat. Its eyes lit up like torches. Hecate sees you even when my back is turned, said Ms. Wiz, who now faced the class. Will the person who said weird spell it, please? Everyone stared at Jack, who blushed. I.T., he stammered. No one laughed. Um... W I wrong, said Ms. Wiz. W E I R D. If you don't know how to spell a word, Jack, don't use it. She patted the China cat. Good girl, Hecate, she said. How did she know my name? whispered Jack. The new teacher smiled. Children, remember one thing Ms. Wiz knows everything. Now, she said briskly, pay attention, please. Talking of spelling, I'm going to give you a first lesson in casting spells. Oh, great, said Katrina grumpily. Now we've got a witch for a teacher. Hecate the cat hissed angrily. No, Katrina, I'm not a witch, said Ms. Wiz sharply. We don't call them witches these days. It gives people the wrong idea. We call them paranormal operatives. Now, any suggestions for our first spell? Podge put up his hand immediately. Uh, could we turn our crayons into lollipops, please, Miss? He asked. No, said Ms. Wiz. Spells are not for personal greed. How about turning class two into frogs? asked Katrina. Nor are they for revenge. There will be no unpleasant spells around here while I'm your teacher, said Ms. Wiz before adding, almost as an afterthought, unless they're deserved, of course. She looked out of the window. In the playground, Mr. Brown, the school caretaker, was sweeping up leaves. Please draw the playground, said Ms. Wiz. Imagine it without any leaves. The best picture will create the spell. Almost for the first time in living memory, class three worked in complete quiet. 
Katrina didn't complain that someone had nicked her pencil. Caroline managed to concentrate on her work. Podge forgot to look in his trouser pocket for one last sweet. Not a single paper pellet was shot across the room by Jack. At the end of the lesson, Ms. Wiz looked at the drawings carefully. Well, they're all quite good, she said eventually, but I think I like Caroline's the best. She took Caroline's drawing and carefully taped it to the window. Please close your eyes while I cast the spell, she said. There was a curious humming noise as class three sat, eyes closed, in silence. Open, said Ms. Wiz after a few seconds. Regard Caroline's work. The children looked at Caroline's drawing. It was steaming slightly, and in one corner there was a freshly drawn pile of leaves. Hey, look at the playground, shouted Katrina. Everyone looked out of the window. To their amazement, the leaves on the ground had disappeared. Mr. Brown stood by his wheelbarrow, scratching his head. Weird, said Jack. Very weird indeed. That's chapter one of the book. I really enjoyed reading that. That was great fun. Um, it does suffer a little bit from that kind of like children's book, like early 90s kind of thing. Like we've got to have like the fat greedy child a la Bruce Bogtrotter in the class. and Everyone's kind of stereotyped in it in a certain way. But, you know, that's what kids books tend to be like. Um, what I like about it is that it just sort of introduces Ms. Wiz as a witch, but not as like as a scary, evil witch. She's fun. She looks like a normal person, just with a you know a slight difference to her sort of fashion sense. Later, we find out that she lives in just a normal flat, and she instantly lays down these rules for magic where you're not going to hurt anybody and you're not going to do magic just selfishly for yourself. You're going to do it for other people to do other things and I, I would say she breaks some of those rules in this book because she does turn someone into a warthog but by and large I think she manages to stick to them and it's all sort of like fun um sort of like kid-friendly magic by the end of the book she's turned class three from being this like disruptive uncontrollable class to being the class that gets all the end of term prizes and she doesn't seem to have done it by doing any magic on people like she uses magic uh, like she brings in her magical owl uh, to a lesson so that they can learn maths she teaches them about the french revolution and they reenact certain parts of it in the playground but she seems to actually be teaching them things which is pretty good and i kind of credit this this book with my original ambition to become a teacher um i guess because this sort of just made me feel like it would be fun and interesting to be a teacher i'm not saying it isn't i'm just saying that i didn't become one and that was for a reason <laughs> Aside from teaching us a little bit about, you know, how witches can be normal people, how magic isn't necessarily an evil thing, there's also quite a lot of uh, sort of assumptions being made about Miss Wiz, people having prejudices against her. There's two teachers at the school who take against her because she has black nail varnish and she doesn't dress like a teacher and she doesn't keep her class sitting down learning in silence like they think a teacher should um there are like parents who think that she's weird because she's getting their kids to actually be interested in reading and things like that but i think it is a, a good book that kind of teaches about like assumptions uh, being made about people based on like the way they look especially like in terms of like the new age community or like the slightly more alternative community i've pretty sure everyone's had like weird looks because of something that they were wearing or a way that they decided to do their makeup and what have you so 
it's that as well but most of all it's just like a fun city book series for children so if you are one of the people who has very young children or who works with very young children and wants to like read them a story or provide them with a positive image of witches and um, then this series is a great one like i said a bit dated now because it came out in like the 1980s late 80s uh, but from that extract that I just read, you can see that not a lot of it is hugely reliant on modern day stuff and slang and things like that. It's written very much in basic English. Um, so it, I don't think it is as dated as it could have been, like looking back on it. Can't say the same for the other books in the series, which include but are not limited to Time Flies for Ms. Wiz, Power Crazy Ms. Wiz, Ms. Wiz Loves Dracula, Ms. Wiz Smells a Rat. You're kidding, Ms. Wiz, and Ms. Wiz Supermodel, as well as In Stitches with Ms. Wiz, You're Nicked, Ms. Wiz, which, for anyone who isn't British, um, that means you've been arrested. In Control, Ms. Wiz, Ms. Wiz Goes Live, and Ms. Wiz Band. So, lots of different stories and things, and they seem to, like, have a variety of different things going on in them like in one cover she's dressed as queen elizabeth in another she's dressed as dracula uh, then in a business suit dressed like a hollywood starlet so it seems like she gets about a bit and, and goes to some incredible different adventures uh, but yeah definitely if you were a fan of the magic school bus and you're looking for something to bring you a little bit of that childhood joy pick up one of these books they're so cheap because they're so little um you can literally just send them as like a letter in the post and that's how thin they are so if you see them out and about or if you want to get hold of them i did check on amazon like audible i couldn't find any audiobook versions unfortunately because i really do love the the old audiobooks that i used to listen to as a child but i recently came into the possession of uh, a tape converter so i'm going to be converting some audio tapes if i can actually find the cassettes um into mp3s so i can continue to enjoy those um and i might depending on how that works with like copyright see if i can point you towards any way you might be able to download those stories in the meantime let me know what your favorite childhood series about witches was in the comments and i'll see you in the next one bye